What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Metaverse Church Podcast. I'm Stuart or Stunami from Lakeland VR, and with me is Goose from Cornerstone. What's going on, Goose? Hey, man. Good to see you. Same, bro. All right, so this is uh, episode two, um, and we're excited because today we are going to be doing a little bit of an overview of some of the VR platforms that are out there. We're going to be talking about what I call good bads, um, you know, some breakdowns of each one, um, which might even give you a little bit of uh, insight that you need to know of which platform you want to get into if you're looking at starting your own church or your church is looking at jumping into the metaverse. And uh, we'll even kind of touch on which one you should maybe even consider jumping into as you get into this. So, uh, hey, Goose, for our kickoff question for this episode, this is what I wanted to ask. So we're outside of the holiday season, uh, which for a lot of us, we're busy. Um, but my, my kickoff question is, what wins have you seen lately in the church world regarding like VR? Like what are some VR church wins that you've been seeing lately? Yeah. Um, the biggest win for that I've seen, and it's not necessarily new, because um, we've seen this, you know, for over the last really year, or even even two, but but just even recently, um, is disciples making disciples. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 I, I mean, it is, it is amazing how when I take a step back and look at. Um, the spiritual growth of some of the people who have have come to Cornerstone uh, looking either for a deeper relationship with Christ or looking for Christ himself, like not knowing, not really knowing him and looking at their trajectory and seeing them now having been discipled by someone that we discipled. So not discipled by a pastor, but the disciple by someone that one of our pastors have discipled. And it's like, you know, it, we're, the, that family tree is just starting to get like layers and layers deeper. And that is just like, that is the most encouraging thing for me is to be able to look at that and, and say like, man, I, you know, as you and I say like, there's a lot we don't know. There's a lot we're probably doing wrong. But if there's one thing I know is hmm. going right, it's the Great Commission. It's going and making disciples. And and so um, that for me is the thing that I come back to, the, the encouragement I come back to and the moments of discouragement or, you know, kind of questioning like, hey, what are we doing here? It's just like, oh, man, but yeah, but look at that. Like that is exactly what our Savior commanded us to do. And he's working through us in that way. Let's just keep going. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Like, and right, that's what it's all about. It's the idea of just being um, uh, obedient to the commissioning that we've been given as Jesus followers to go and make disciples who will then go off and make disciples. And that's how this thing is supposed to work. Those who get introduced to Jesus, who find this good thing, they don't hoard it to themselves, but they go and share it with somebody else and share that good thing with them who then go off and share it. So, dude, for sure, that's a major, major win. Um, so thanks for sharing that, man. Um, yeah. So as you know, you and I talked about this, but what I'm excited about is uh, over Christmas. Uh, so I got a buddy who uh, he's a senior pastor of a church down in New Mexico, uh, a mentor in my life. I love this dude to death. Um, 
but he took over a senior pastor position a couple of years ago, I think three or four years ago at this point. Um, and one of the things that I've noticed from afar is he really has just a heart for the city that he's in. And so he reached out to some of the other local churches in that community and said, hey, let's just, what would it look like for us to just gather together? Your worship team, our worship team, some teaching from you, some teaching from me, all that kind of stuff. What, was, what would it look like for us to be just one combined church uh, for our community to show that we're in this together? And um, so I, I've been noticing that from afar. And with Christmas that just happened, uh, I reached out to a few uh, people uh, within a VR network that I'm leading. And I said, Hey, you guys, I've seen, I've seen somebody do this in one place. Like we can easily apply that in VR. Would you be game for that? And so, um, yeah, a few of us, we, we put together a one VR Christmas Eve service that happened on December uh, 22nd. So it wasn't Christmas Eve. It wasn't Christmas Adam. It was like pre-creation Christmas, if you will. <laughs> um, that's my Genesis joke for the day. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so what we saw, this is cool. Like we, we knowing that you could get super creative within virtual reality, we actually took a step back and said, let's just make this super stripped down, super simple and easy. Um, and so we put on this one combined Christmas Eve service and we had over 90 people attend with, and the way wow. that old space does this with their, um, their analytics at one, at any given point in time, the peak users, we had 40 people in the environment at one time, which really pushes the boundary to what alt space allows in one single yep. room, which was the, the low key, um, experiment, I guess, if there, if you could call it that, that we were trying to run was alt space. And we'll eventually talk about this. I'm sure probably in our alt space deep dive when we get to that episode, but alt space has this cap per room of 50 people, but then they have this feature called front row, which basically creates second duplicate rooms. Um, so you can get more people in who are witnessing the same event, same experience. So the, of all of us that gathered together on this, we were just kind of wondering like, can we hit that 50 plus for this so we can see how front row works and and whatnot so didn't quite get there we got close but uh it was just cool to see churches come together to do one event and i think what was um even more cool was at the end of it some of us gathered together uh at the end of the event and asked hey so do you recognize all these people that came in and our best guess at this point is that there was a good third of the 90 plus people that showed up that we've never seen in any of our churches, um, in wow. VR before. And, That's um, amazing. yeah. And, and it, here's another, uh, I got to try to stop because this is just our warm up question. But um, here was the other heartbeat behind even doing this is as I've been spending time in VR uh, and this more specifically alt space, I have heard people who have popped into our event um, and have said, why are there more and more churches 
hopping into virtual reality. If they're all if they're all worshiping the same God, if they're all chasing after the same thing, then why are there so many churches that are, you know, in competition for our attention? And I've heard people say that. And I think that was even part of that heartbeat of taking it to these other churches and just saying, let's show them. Let's show them that our styles might be different. Mm-hmm but we are all on the same mission. We're all chasing after the same thing. We're all worshiping the same God. Um, and let's just, let's just show them that we're, that we are one and let's be one for this event. So uh, that's my win. That's, that's what that's I'm awesome. excited about right now. That's kind of the tidal wave that I'm uh, riding at this point as we go, as we enter in here to 2023. So. That's awesome. I like you. I like how you describe it as a tidal wave because um, yeah, that, that that should be the the thing that we're collectively doing. Uh, you know, there's a synergistic effect that mm. that we can have when we're when we're when we're pooling resources like that, and n- not just from a practical standpoint. Obviously, from a practical standpoint, that that is true. But from a spiritual standpoint as well, you know, we're called to have unity. And so, um, yeah. So that, that's amazing. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So good. All right. So that's our warm up question. So here we go. Uh, so we're talking about the different platforms because there are a ton out there, and there might be. So there, I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five to talk about, and I'm sure that there's more. In fact, I know that there's more because I've been doing some research as of late. But um, what I want to do in this episode is talk about the different platforms that are out there and just kind of give like this thirty thousand foot perspective of what what each platform offers um, and uh, maybe even how you can do church in it. So really it's kind of like a, what's good about it, what's bad about it. Um, if we can get some kind of demographic from those, if you have any of that, we'll go for it. But um, so let's start with the one that I think you and I are both most familiar with. I know I am for sure. So we'll start with Altspace VR. Um, so, Alt space. In your opinion, what is good about doing church in alt space? What's what's good about it? Yeah, the best part about alt space is um, how relatively easy it is to get up and running, and how easy it is to moderate the rooms. Um, it's uh, it's just a very um, it's a refined experience from a moderation standpoint. Um, and, and maybe that's only just in comparison to what else is out there, but it is true. It's, it's very easy to deal with the issues that you have in VR with people, uh, with, with a crowd of people, with somebody that is presumably um, giving a message or even a video that is showing a message and the desire to have order. So maintaining mm-hmm. order in alt space is very easy, the easiest out of all of them, in my opinion, and so all of the other platforms. So I would say for me, right off the bat, that would I would say that's that's the best thing about alt space. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think for me, so again, context wise, you grew up playing games. You got into Unity, creating games, all that kind of stuff. I'm not a gamer whatsoever. So for me, anything that's going to be user friendly to get into and start working my way through is going to be a big win, in my opinion. Um, And for me, that's exactly what Alt Space was. I was able to put on a headset um, and jump right in, get used to the controllers and all the features that come along with Alt Space. Um, And 
Yeah, it, it was just super easy. I think for the two different styles that you and I represent and how we do ministry in alt space, I think that's the other good part about it is so you guys do live teaching um, with uh, with Cornerstone. For us at Lakeland, we live stream our service into alt space. So it provides us that opportunity. So, um, you know, you guys are doing teaching and pastoral care. Uh, for me, I'm allowed to allow my senior pastor's voice to be the loudest voice in the room teaching wise, uh, while I get to focus on pastoral care and helping people take a next step um, as they're coming into Lakeland VR. So if you're to me, what's good about alt spaces, if you're wanting to get started, uh, well, you could get started in any of the platforms that we're talking about, I would probably say this is the easiest one for you to get a true social a social vr experience um and, and go um that too with it is um all space has their uh, uh, template worlds that you can take advantage of so if you're like i'm not a world builder i don't know unity any of that kind of stuff the beauty is for us with lakeland like we didn't start by having a lakeland world that goose built for us we actually started with the base template one of the base template worlds that um all space provided and said let's make this our own um and uh, just run with that let's just get a service up and going which it you know we call us um our vr campus we we call it that we call it a campus a multi-site which yep. really yep. has uh um similar roots and style to what a multi-site would look like of here's a school building or a movie theater or whatever let's utilize the space that's already there and let's make it our own just in order to get a service up and going so uh that's what all space provided and we took advantage of it and ran with it so um so what what's What's bad about alt space? <laughs> I was going to say you should go first on that one. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, so for me, like with the way that we do our VR service, um, we are so heavy on relying on technology that if if our Wi-Fi is bad or there have been some cases where mm. the live stream feature, the web projector that we use, um, I've I've had conversations with people that uh, they'll come in who are very familiar with all space and very familiar with VR. I say, hey, sorry, guys, we're, we're having some technical difficulties today. And their response is, yeah, this is actually an alt space thing. Like they don't have this yeah. web projector uh, fully under control yet like they get to this point where it's really steady and for us like it goes off great many times but then every so often there's just this all right yeah. the, the image is cutting in and out in and out and that makes it really kind of hard so um there are elements to what alt space is doing that even though they've been around so alt space has been around since like 2015 something like that you know oh, is it that old wow yeah yeah. yeah, apparently they had like a crash in like 17, 18, and then they came back pretty strong. But um, okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so there's there's still stuff that all space is trying to figure out at this point. Sure. Um, but I, I would say like if you run a service like live streaming multi site style, that could be a bad. But it's very it's very few um, and in between when something like that happens. But it is a reality that it's, that's there. 
Yeah, I, you know, even with live teaching, um, headsets go wonky, um, audio, Wi-Fi, same thing. Um, mm-hmm. you know, my, <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm sure it's just like you, uh, every single Sunday, I know there's a chance that I got to get up there and preach, you know, Jason may be the lead, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, lead for that week and maybe preaching that week, but there's not a single Sunday that I don't, I don't go into the, into the service knowing it, he, his headset could, you know, crash or die or Wi-Fi could go down or whatever it may be. And so, um, so yeah, so the tech, you know, the tech issues on that, I, that's true. Um, I, I know that particularly on the video player in alt space, it, it, it's a little, it can get a little hairy. Um, although I will tell you, it's not much better elsewhere. <laughs> VR chat's not much better. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it, it, you know, nobody, nobody's doing that particularly well at this point. Oh, I mean, I guess big screen, I, although I'm, I'll confess I'm not an expert on big screen, but I imagine big screen's more stable cause that's their main thing. But, but, um, yeah. I think for, you know, for all space, I think for, for me, the thing that I wish I, I just, I, you know, I wish it had more adoption to be honest with you. Um, mm. I think that there's a, there's a demographic in there that is relatively unique as far as I can tell in, in the VR space, it, it, there's a very particular VR demographic or uh, all space demographic. And, um, I just kind of wish there was more. And so, um, I'm just, you know, sort of hoping that, that as, as VR does get more adoption itself, that alt space hangs on and, and builds that, builds that critical mass back up because, um, because yes, because when it, when it was really, when it was, when there were, more, were a lot more people in there, there, there was, it was really humming. So, yeah, so that's, it's, I wouldn't say that's, that that's, that's a, a negative thing about it. It's just more of a wish list kind of thing. So, yeah. Sure. I, I will say like if you're, you know, we talked about the, one of the good aspects of alt space is that it's super user-friendly and easy to get used to and run your service. Um, but that being said, if you're looking to build a critical mass of church attenders in alt space, exactly what you just said would probably be one of the huge asterisk that I would put to Altspace. Um, I actually went back and looked at uh, analytics for Altspace, I think. So we've been, Lakeland's been in it since March, 2021. And uh, from what I saw every month since the time that we got in, in Altspace, the users has gotten lower and lower and lower. So there, yeah, yeah. I, I went, um, the peak amount of users that I see on alt space. And I don't, I, I'll, I'll have to confess. I'm not really sure what they mean by peak users. Cause I know like I'm about to say something that I know I've seen more than this number on there, but like if you, I have a, a chart that compares uh, big screen VR chat rec room and alt space with each other. Um, and to this point, like if you were to look at the peak user, uh, for alt space compared to any one of those other ones, it's just like uh, big screen is five times more users, peak users than alt space. Uh, rec room is almost twenty to thirty times more users than alt space, and then uh, <laughs> VR chat is 
yeah. I'm going to butcher this percentage, like this, like this amount, but like seriously. So I, look, I won't even go with times. I'll just give like an actual number. Um, in mid December or mid like pre uh, Christmas to January 1st, somewhere in there, there was one day that the peak user for alt space was nine, nine people. That's what they said was the peak user. Um, mm. And VR chat was 22,000 users. Yeah peak yeah. users so that's why i'm not even gonna i'm not great at math that's you know so that's why i'm in ministry um i just have to know 1272 and 150 but uh <laughs> 40s threes all that kind of good stuff holy numbers um but yeah, yeah. so that's the yeah. that's one area too like i would agree with you i would keep an eye on but i'm also with you that when it comes to true social experience in virtual reality, I'm really kind of hoping that alt space can hang on there um, because <clears throat> I was talking about it with my senior pastor, my executive pastor, just a little bit before you and I got on to record this, that there's, and I'm sure we'll have other episodes about this, but with uh, MetaQuest uh, Pro headset, Apple's got a headset that they're getting ready to launch. There's going to be this second wave of um adopters and adapters to vr and i'm hoping that that's going to be the next wave into alt space just because it is a true truly user-friendly um social experience so yeah um so you you kind of touched on it a little bit but what do you think the demographic is for alt space what's male female Gen Z, Gen Y, X, you know, if you were to try to put a, a pulse on it, what would you think? Yeah. Or do you know? I don't, I don't know from any statistics. I can just tell you anecdotally when I think about alt space, and again, this is not universal, but um, by and large, they, it seems to be more of the kind of middle age, you know, 35 plus um, crowd. Um, that's, that's most of the people that I interact with again, not exclusively, but I, I think of that demographic as an, as a, a bit of an older more mature crowd. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, that, that very, very generally, that's what I would say when I think about alt space is, is that that would be one pinpoint that I would. I would use. What about you? What's, what's, what's been your experience? Well, so, but do you, my question is, would you say more men or women in alt space? I don't know that I would say either way. I don't, I I can't, (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't tell you that I feel like it's one way or the other because I'm just kind of running through my Rolodex. It just seems it, I, I, I don't think of that as a one or the other gender heavy platform. Um, the other ones I could, I probably would hazard a guess of maybe like a percentage, but hmm. if you were making me do a percentage, I feel like I would have the best shot at getting it right. If I just said 50, 50. Okay. That's fair. Um, so m- my best guess right now from what I've experienced is, um, all space tends to be, I'll give, I'll give a, an example of this. So, yeah. uh, when we got in to alt space and we were starting to stream in 
um, our messages. So at the time that this conversation took place, what we were actually doing is we were taking the previous weekend's message and we were uh, replaying it into alt space. So not the live stream, but just replay of the service. And uh, one of the guys that was in on the service and kind of a, an early adopter of Lakeland when we got in there, um, his, one of his questions to me was, are is everybody that works at Lakeland just super young? And that was the first time that I was just like, oh, okay. Well, what do you mean by young? Because I don't necessarily know that I would consider myself that young anymore. I mean, when I started ministry, like, it, you know, early 20s. Um, so that that statement threw me off. And I asked him, why do you think that we're all young? And he said, well, I've seen your senior pastor uh, he had seen um, our Next Steps pastor teach. Uh, he has seen our Next Gen pastor teach. Uh, and all of us from our Next Gen to our senior pastor fall within that range of like mid-30s to mid-40s. And so I, I was just like, wow, you think that we're young. So mm. how old are you? Um, and what I what I quickly ended up finding out is the majority of the people that were coming and joining us at Lakeland VR were 50s, 60s. Yeah. If not, some sprinkled in there a little bit older. And I was just like, yep. not the demographic I thought that we were going to see in here. Yep. Yep. Same experience. Yep. And I'll even say this. Uh, what I've come to experience as well is the 50 to 60-year-olds tend to join an event stay in for the service a good chunk of the time. Whereas the millennials or I don't know the generation too well, Gen Z, I guess would be the next one below millennials. If they pop in, they pop out pretty quick. Yeah. So, um, yeah, doesn't nec- I, that doesn't yeah, necessarily I, mean, yeah, that doesn't yeah, necessarily no, mean I, that I, the I, demographic. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, ahead. I find, I find I find that the the younger crowd. Uh, well, you know what? That's not fair. I, I, I was gonna say I find that the younger crowd want to be in a spot where they where it's more of a discussion, like for the like where they if it's not a discussion when they walk in, fair. they're like, no, I'm here to talk. And so, but realistically, I don't I don't I don't think that that's exclusive to them everybody that I've met in there has something to say and they want to be heard. And this, this is just you. I mean, every human wants to be heard. So this is from our hmm. children to our people in the physical church and people want to be heard. And that's fair. Um, I just think maybe the older crowd's a little more patient. <laughs> it's just, well, I got to sit through the sermon and listen to it. And before I get to say my piece, okay, I'll do that. And uh, so yeah. I don't know, I'm speculating, but that's probably what's going on. No, I think that's pretty fair. I think that's a good speculation. So, uh, yeah, because I like oh. I, I think I think like millennials and younger generation. So I've said this before, um, especially when I was doing next gen ministry, and this is why I believe that the next generation has a has a major opportunity um, to lead the next revival around the world it's because when i watch like any news station whenever there's any kind of rioting that's going on or movement taking place it's always faces uh faces my age or younger that tend to be leading the cause in that and i just believe that the the younger generation they're looking for a cause to get behind 
to throw their hat in the middle yeah. of the ring for and say, this is what I stand for. And this is all, this is the hill that I'll die on. But because that I'll also say that they're way more boisterous in their approach. So probably less patient. Whereas that the older generation that you're talking yeah. about probably do have a little bit more patience to them. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you yeah. study revivals that, that totally checks out because I, I know at one point I was studying revivals and I, it was remarkable how many of them started on, on college campuses, you know, way back when college campuses had Jesus on them, but you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> joking, but, but like, no, but when like faculty and it was, it was an actual like legitimate, like endeavor to, to, to study, you know, the Christ, but but they started on college campus. I mean, I, it, it really was impressed upon me as I studied that how important it is to reach that that age, the high school and college age, um, for that you know for that per not for that purpose, but but just to sort of like afford that opportunity. If we're gonna see a revival, that that's where it's gonna happen. I mean, it's 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 got to be. Um, and so uh, yeah, so that no that 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 whole idea checks out. I should also say you know after i said that i thought about vr chat and how many of the younger crowd we have there and how many um patiently and respectfully sit through our our, our messages um mm. which which pastor jason makes no qualms about uh going 40 50 minutes uh and 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 it's great because they all wait i mean it's he's just you know he, he's awesome so it's it, we're, we're blessed to have somebody that we want to listen to for 40 or 50 minutes but but um but uh, they're really good. Like it's and and they're much young. I know we're some start jumping the gun about VR chat, but uh, I I felt it important to to qualify what I said because actually that I don't know that I actually what I say even believe what I said. Um, may, may you know who knows? It could just be it, it, it could it could just be yeah. It could be the platform. It could be it could be the platform uh, rather than yeah. necessarily a generational thing. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, um, in your opinion, because we do VR church ministry completely different than each other, uh, when you look at alt space and what you know of alt space thus far, what do you, in Goose's humble opinion, what is the best way to do church in alt space? <laughs> um. <clears throat> I, I don't know. No, um, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> Je, uh, Pastor Jason and I talk about this often because, um, like I just said, he he comes from, uh, you know, very, he, and again, I mean, this is all stuff that he has said vocally, you know, uh, openly and publicly, and and he's he's very open about it. So I don't mind talking about it, but yeah, he comes from a a, a pretty. Um, I would say traditional, but I guess that's the right word, um, approach to preaching the word. Um, and uh, I, I have thrown at him, you know, the possibility of, of, of changing it up, doing something different, um, not for the sake of doing something different. It's, it's, it's thought out. It's, it's looking at the platform, looking at what it's good at, what it's not good at, uh, looking at the people and, and saying, look, well, you know, would, would this better advance the gospel here than a more traditional model? And we've talked about it quite a bit, and I still think that there is a model that is far more focused on a pure dialogue than mm -hmm. a 
monologue and then a dialogue, which is what we do. We, 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 we have a monologue, we have the preaching of the word, and then we open it up to a dialogue. And I wouldn't say there, you know, that we like give them the same amount of weight or anything like that, but there is quite a bit of time budgeted for, for our Q and A. And so it's not just something that just happens to be, Hey, if anybody's got a question, we're here to answer it. Like it's baked into our service order. It is a part of our service, which is the dialogue. Um, I do wonder though, if there is, uh, out there a, a way to incorporate that dialogue right out of the gate and still have that, you know, that, that pastor and flock relationship and the, and the preaching and the teaching and that, and we just haven't settled on it. Um, I've tried a, a few different ways to like, maybe when I preach to, to, to try that out and, um, some of it has, has gone well. Some of it didn't really land. And so um, that's why I say I don't know. Right now, um, it's it's working um, the way that we do it with live teaching, Q&A after. Um, I think that is um, really good. The, the, one, the one kind of drawback is... The, the one drawback to that to the to the model of using of how you use that time is you know Pastor Jason is such a, a an amazing relational pastor um, that that is aside from his aside from being a great teacher um, he has just an amazing heart for uh, for the flock and and he and he also mm-hmm. delivers it in such a way that it is very evident. Um, I love our flock as much as he does, but it, I don't. It doesn't seem that way to them. I, I, I have to. I, I just have. I have a, a, a strange way of showing it, and it, and it results in some kind of you know maybe strained relationships. And so I that that's not <laughs> my gifting is to is to like you know in that care way. And so he is amazing at that. And what we've talked about is mm-hmm. man, you've only got so much time in here, and so much of it is is spent in monologue. Is there a way to lean into your shepherding and care side of discipleship while you're here and somehow get the message in a different way? And so um, because in a sense, it's like, you know, if we did live teaching, then he would be able to not have to, you know, that, that would be we, we would recapture some of that time. Yeah. And but then he's not there, you know, so so it's like either you know it's in one sense like it's almost the worst of both worlds and it it doesn't sound great because i'm not saying we're doing it wrong i'm just saying we've talked and this is just a conversation he and i've had where it's like man you're spending all this time in there but none of it is on the relational side (laughs) and so it's like you're you're pouring yourself out when your time is so finite because he's running a physical church himself Right. Like right. that. And then he's in there having to spend all this time. And it's like, man, could there be a better use of your time? And I feel like if I were, you know, I, I would I would vote to spend more of his time engaging with people in a dialogue so that to, on that care mm-hmm. side and getting the teaching side another way. But we just we just we just haven't found the, the right thing where we're like, you know what, let's try that. We've, we've talked about it. And, you know, so anyway, so I, I you know, 
just to say you, you you asked a question that ha- that I've got a lot of thought on so, <laughs> so that's why I'm going so long on it but but because we talk so much about it and it's just like is there a better we're always thinking is there a better way to do this is there a better way to do this so right now I would advocate for live teaching um, more from a relational side than just the content side because the content honestly can get there any it's it's the audio is the audio like mm. it hits my ears and it's and it's audio like so what's the difference I think the the as long as you've got some sort of in-person care side, which I know again you guys have in your way in a different way, that to me is the most important thing. It's 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 just yeah. the what I guess I would say that I'll, I'll end with this: the one thing it, it VR is terrible at, and nobody should be thinking this way, is that it is another style of live stream or an extension of live stream. Hmm. Um, you can live stream. Like you can do it, right? You guys do it well, right? But 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 that it's not just another place to show your video. It is, as you said, it is a campus, and that is the way to approach it. So as long as as long as I would say the right way to do it is um, approach it like a campus and figure that out, figure out what what you're good at and do it that way. Yeah, dude. So that's just that's a great spot for me to pick up on. Um, just because like, if you're, if you're listening to this, watching this, whatever, and you're saying, well, I don't know that I want, I don't know that our church, like you might be a digital church planner or a virtual reality church planner, and you want to go in and you want to teach live. Like you want to develop your own notes, put on the headset and speak it out like you would on a Sunday morning or whatever. That's great. <clears throat> um, and there's definitely a way to do it. Cornerstone's doing it. I know a lot of other churches in VR that are doing it. There are there are also a lot of churches that are doing it our way by live streaming their service in their senior pastors teaching uh, and all that kind of good stuff. I will say this though that there was at one point in time uh for us and if you if you end up doing it the way that lakeland does it uh with the live streaming in yes it is not just another way to live stream because my conviction at one point was this if somebody in our town our county was going through some kind of trauma uh uh whatever whatever dark time pitfall whatever um and they didn't know who to turn to they can see lakeland church physical building and say maybe somebody in there can help me in any kind of way right so if you're just a virtual reality church that is live streaming your weekend service your sunday service whatever it is um and then the event's done and you're gone, you will never truly be a church in virtual reality. And my conviction was we can't do that because in the same way that our physical building is here day and night and there's a way to connect with a local pastor if somebody needed to, we needed in some way in VR had to bring that in for Lakeland VR, that we had to be uh, approachable and reachable throughout the week if somebody needed to talk to a pastor or, you know, somebody who is a follower of Jesus. So we took what we were doing of just live streaming on Sunday 
we started developing groups that would meet throughout the week under that banner of Lakeland VR in the typical way that the physical church would do it of we got our service on Sunday, but we have small groups for you to get plugged into throughout the week. Um, I wanted to do that. So we took the approach of we are going to try to saturate the main event board in alt space, which is also a good um aspect of alt spaces you can get on their main event board to advertise your service which we didn't talk about which i don't really think a lot of the other platforms allow for that but um great point but i i wanted to saturate that event board where people who are hopping into alt space those all space alt space users uh became so accustomed to seeing lakeland vr every single time they put on their headset and every single time that they logged into alt space that way if there was ever a point in time in their life that they were trying to escape from something or search out an answer for or find something out about jesus it vr and lakeland became synonymous with each other and that people just knew i can go there in order to talk to somebody about xyz um so I, I think that's kind of the beauty of the answer to this question is I don't actually know that there is a best way. I think that we're still trying yeah. to figure it out in the same way that you guys are still trying to figure it out. Um, the, what I love about this here is that we represent two completely different styles in the way to do ministry in alt space. And I would say both work really, really well. Um, we're both seeing some kind of impact happening, lives being changed, conversation, dialogue happening, people who would normally not walk, normally wouldn't walk through the physical doors of a build of a church building are finding their way into a VR church and asking questions that they've always had, um, and, and feeling comfortable enough to take that next step. So kind of, a no real answer to it, I guess. But uh, yeah. Okay. Can I make a pivot on us? Yeah, man. Okay. So this whole episode was supposed to be a 30,000 foot perspective of each of the platforms. <laughs> and uh, it quickly became a deep dive on all <laughs> space. So yeah, it sure did. This is, this is what I yeah. know about podcast listeners and YouTubers and whatnot is uh, your time is valuable and precious. Uh, and when the content is too long, you won't digest it. So I'm going to make the pivot and say, this is our deep dive on alt space. <laughs> there's go. probably a lot more there that there's probably a lot more that we could have talked about, uh, about alt space, but I feel like that's a really good, um, uh, intro into it anyways um For so sure. one question that i that i had that we'll wait until we get to the end of these deep dives is which one uh should someone consider if they're looking to start a church in vr so we'll hold that one till after we've yep. investigated talked through each of these so let's close out with this question uh goose what's something that you've heard coming down the pipeline in the metaverse world that churches should be keeping an eye on <laughs> um, or what's something or what's something that excites you that you've heard coming down the pipeline yeah um well so i've <laughs> I've got one thing I'm personally working on that I'm excited about, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use that one um, 
<laughs> I'm not going to do self-promotion, <laughs> but I do, I think I, in the same, in the same vein, uh, I, I will say this, I think, okay, I'll, I'll, let me say it this way. Um, what I'm excited about is, um, we just said that VR ministry is not live stream and it's not, but if you've spent any time in digital ministry, particularly in live stream, you know that the uh, the sort of the never ending question is how to how to build that as a community. How to you know how do how do you make it more than just people that pop in when they're on vacation, and for the people who are afar and are regular attenders, how do we make that more of a community? Um, there, there will be, whether I do it or someone else does it, there will be a blending of what we have learned in the metaverse and VR and live stream. And we're going to, we're going to pull live stream and, and we're going to sort of up the game for traditional live stream using what we've learned here in, mm. in VR and, and, and metaverse. I say VR, but desktop, the desktop experience is sort of synonymous with that. Um, I'm excited to to sort of like throw that lifeline over to over to the, the just the traditional live stream and and start to like pull them in and bridge that gap. Mm. And I just say it's going to mesh. It's going to blend. It's going to it's all. And I, it's going to be awesome because we talked about critical mass and um, I believe we're going to achieve that critical mass from the people who are not just only in VR, but the just all digital digital church attenders as a whole so i'm excited about that hey thanks for checking out this episode of the metaverse church podcast hopefully it was a blessing and beneficial to you if you have any questions for myself or for goose please email us at metaversechurchpodcast at gmail.com if you're even leading a church in the metaverse we would love to get to know you and maybe even invite you onto the show to share with us what it is that you guys are doing in the metaverse so please be sure to reach out to us through that same email as well something that you can do to help us if we're helping you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode also leave a rating and a review those kinds of next steps help get this out to more people uh, to help them as well if you're interested in learning more about what we do at lakeland vr or what's going on at cornerstones please reach out to us we'll get you an invite uh, to our uh, vr events so you can get more hands-on experience with what we have going on we'll be back with you next week with a brand new episode so until then be blessed